This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If Donald Trump persists in insisting he will not be on Twitter uh, in, in opting to be on Truth, I think that Elon Musk will have overpaid for Twitter because Twitter with Trump is a far more exotic uh, product, it seems to me. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Shut up, Geraldo. Nobody cares anymore. You got a big head and a little body. Just be quiet for a little while, okay? Geraldo, be quiet. Just be quiet. Or Greg's going to slap you. Don't you want Gutfeld just to walk over and just, like, pick up Geraldo and toss? You know, because Geraldo, it, it, it's Sean. I'm Sean. This is the Sean Show. Uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Geraldo and Greg Gutfeld hate each other's guts. You can just see it. And I got some thoughts on Fox News I'm going to start the show off with. But, you know, they're both very short men. I mean, Gutfeld is a short dude, uh, but... Geraldo, I suspect, is is even shorter. Chris, I think Gutfeld, I think Geraldo is even shorter than Gutfeld. Like, Geraldo at this point is like a little doll. You know what I mean? He's just, he's got this big head and his tiny little Christmas ornament body. He's just a tiny little, I just want to see Gutfeld, because I I didn't see it, but there was some kind of dust up yesterday between Gutfeld and and Geraldo, where I guess Trey was saying Geraldo kept interrupting Gutfeld, which you don't do, because Gutfeld will body slam you at some point verbally gutfeld hates Geraldo. i just want to just once i want to see gutfeld just get up and like pick up geraldo by his big head and just toss him off set you know what i mean wouldn't that be funny because who cares about geraldo anymore geraldo want, nobody cares you want to see what? him will smith him i i know i don't want to see him like smack him i want gutfeld to actually just put his hand on top of geraldo's head and pick him up by his head and toss him off set like a doll, like a, like an ornament. You know what I mean? That, that's what I mean. Because nobody, Geraldo, nobody cares anymore, baby. They just don't care, man. And we, you played some audio earlier where Geraldo said dig. People don't dig this, okay? Geraldo, nobody says dig anymore. Nobody said dig for decades, okay? Stop saying dig. It ain't 1977 anymore, man. Volleyball players still say it. Yeah, but they don't they mean something else though than than like what Geraldo Geraldo's like. Hey, man, people don't dig this stuff, man. It's not groovy anymore, man. It's like Geraldo. It's the year twenty twenty two. Okay, get out of the time capsule. Well, now I'm interested. Why do soccer players say dick? Now I'm now I, now I have to know, or I can't go on with the show. Well, ironic you said time capsule because usually you bury them. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Um, as far as Fox News, I'm, I don't know, man. I'm really kind of losing it for Fox. I mean, I still watch it for breaking news because I think their coverage is good. But if it ain't Martha McCallum or Brett Bear, I'm, I'm, and who's the old vampiric-looking dude that's 
There's the old guy. I, I, I don't know why I can never think of his name. There's a really old, creepy-looking dude who comes on Fox around the time that Harris Faulkner wraps up. And I can never think of the guy's name, but he's old and weird-looking. But he's really smart, and he's always got some hot blonde on there with him that nobody cares about. But he's a smart I like watching him, and I watch Martha McCallum because she's brilliant. And uh, and I watch Brett Bear because he's also brilliant. But the rest of them, and Fox, even the website, man, is starting to annoy the crap out of me. And I don't know where you are because, you know, I don't know what we do. I mean, I, I hate to be so stereotypical. But let's admit it, you know, Fox News is kind of the, you know, it, it, without Fox News, what do you got? You got CNN and MSNBC? I'd rather shove butter knives in my eyes, you know, that there's no point to that. They, they're they just full of crap, absolutely. But, you know, I, I'm going to bring up some tranny stuff here, and we need to start – we need to take a stand against this pronoun thing at some point. And I got upset earlier today or last night when I was prepping the show because I'm reading this story about Kansas Representative Cheryl Helmer, who's a 70-year-old broad. That's right. I just called her a broad. I don't care if you're offended by that. She's cool. Don't get me wrong. I have no problem with her. But she, I guess in the in the Kansas legislature they have a, a transgendered uh, Congress being named Stephanie Byers. And Cheryl Helmer, who's a 70-year-old straight chick, uh, at some point was in a bathroom, and uh, Stephanie was in there, and there was a mom and her little girl. And Representative Cheryl Helmer was disturbed by this. And fired off an email and said, personally, I do not appreciate the huge transgender female who is now in our restrooms in the Capitol. This is reported by the Washington Times. Well, that's funny stuff. You know, because I, I, I said this on Where in Rima. And I, 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 you know, I, I, as far as the transgendered community, it's not a real community. I'm sorry. It's just not. Straight and gay, those are communities. Those are people who are what they are. The transgendered thing is is cabaret, man. I'm so sorry. It really it's a it's an infinitesimal group of people. It is not a large group of people. And I'm not anti-trans. I don't give a crap if you want to dress like a girl. I don't care. And you're a dude. I don't care. All right. But if your entire self worth depends on other people validating you with your freaking pronouns and where you pee, okay, you've got issues that ain't the world's problem. Okay, it, it ain't. Where you pee and your pronoun is not my freaking responsibility. And if your only validation comes from me using a certain pronoun that doesn't make any logical sense in reference to you, and you being able to be a dude and pee where girls pee, okay, you're the one with the issues. Okay, I'm a straight white male. I know I'm the bad guy, right? I don't need, at this stage of my life, I'm 54, baby, I don't need anybody's validation for anything. I don't care. I validate myself. I, I don't, you validate yourselves, man. Just give up this whole pronoun thing. It's making you look horrible. So anyway, she makes this comment. But then I'm reading the story by Fox News. 
And this is the paragraph that kind of set me off. Representative Cheryl Helmer made her stance known in an April 23rd email to University of Kansas graduate student Brennan Riffle, who described themselves as trans-feminine, saying, quote, personally, I do not appreciate the huge transgender female who is now an argument. Blah, 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 blah. An April 23rd email to University of Kansas graduate student Brennan Riffle, who described themselves as trans-feminine. Why do you think that paragraph bothers me? I'll tell you why that paragraph bothers me. Because Fox News can prance around and claim that they're all about, you know, we're this is a we're, we're fair and balanced, yeah, and and uh, we're the best team on the on the on the uh, on the on the tube right now. And ratings wise, they are okay, but they're caving to this crap just like everybody else, okay. Who describe themselves as trans feminine is a nonsensical statement. It's not only bad reporting. It's a, this this pronoun crap doesn't make any sense. It does not. I don't. If you're pissed off and you're a trans person, I don't care. It does not make any logical sense for anyone to refer to themselves as multiple human beings. They described themselves. Fox News is just as tranny scared as anybody else. And until people start standing up and saying, you know what, 2 plus 2 does not freaking equal 7. You do have a gender that you were born with. It's not an arbitrary choice that your freaking doctor makes when you come out of the, uh, well, you know, (laughs) when when you come into the world. Okay, people have to stop caving to this. People have to. And, and it may seem like a tiny little thing to you, you know, that that one sentence upsets me, but it does. It does upset me because that's a professional website. These are professional journalists. These are professional writers. I bust my ass being a writer, okay, just to get six people to read my books, and i got to sit and look at this nonsensical crap in a Fox News story. They describe themselves. Stop. Everybody. Just freaking stop, man. You're just validating this crap, and that's why it continues. She describes herself as something called trans-feminine, which also, by the way, doesn't make any freaking sense. All right, i got to take a break. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean Show. I'm Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. Hi. Check out our our 100-year celebration on the website, KTSA.com. A great video there by Dennis Foley. And Trey's got a bunch of interviews with folks who have worked here in years past. And it's just great. I'm glad I've got my chapter here in this 100-year journey at KTSA. So go to the website, KTSA.com. Sorry, I got a little uh, upset there in the first segment. I'm a little cantankerous today. I, I don't know why, and I don't know if Don Morgan's available and Chris. Uh, I, I I don't know why it bothers me so much that Al Pacino is 82 and his girlfriend is 28. I don't know why that sticks in my craw so badly. Al Pacino just had a birthday. Like Geraldo, he's a very short man, but he is one of the, you know, 
best, finest actors this this country has ever produced. I, I, I love Al Pacino. But he's 82, and his girlfriend, whose name is Nori something, she's not even 30 yet, and she's already hooked up with Clint. He had a birthday. This is why I'm talking about this. It's, it's, it's a news story. Fox News reported on this. And uh, he celebrated his birthday in New York, uh, eating Italian food. Wow, that's shocking. That's so surprising. Al Pacino had Italian food on his birthday in New York? And uh, his girlfriend is 28 years of age. She's already hooked up with Clint Eastwood and Mick Jagger. Clint Eastwood is 91. Mick Jagger is nine days older than Moses. And I'm trying. I'm just trying to. I because you know, my wife is like 10 years younger than me, and and that's about as young as I can go. At, at the I'm in my mid. You know why Johnny Depp, Chris and Don, you know why Johnny Depp is having so many problems with Amber Heard. I mean, she's freaking nuts. But you know why he's having he's had so many problems. They're too close in age, or he's still too young. He's he's in his late 50s. You know what that means? It means he still gives a damn. Apparently, when you, because I'm thinking, how do you make a relationship with an 82-year-old man and a 28-year-old work? I'll tell you why. Because he's Al Pacino, he's 82, and he doesn't give a crap anymore. I'm just thinking outside the box here. Do you know what I mean? Like this Nori chick, if she tried to throw a bottle of vodka at Al Pacino, he'd kick her ass out immediately. There would be no discussion. There'd be no, you cut off my finger. There'd be none of that, you know? Here's what you do, Nori, whatever your name is. You clean out the ashtrays, all right, and you sit on my lap when I ask you to sit on my lap. Okay, baby, hoo Or you get the hell out. You throw a bottle of vodka at me, and you, you, you lose the gig, all right? You know, you know what I mean? Like in their 80s, they just don't give a crap about other people's feelings. I'm just thinking, I'm just saying. And why does it bother me so much? Why does it? You know why it bothers me so much? And, I'm, and then I'll stop. Then I won't go off on this anymore, okay? And do probably one of the worst Al Pacino imitations ever committed to broadcast to the airwaves, okay? This may shock you, what I'm about to say. This may disturb you. This may surprise you. But I think I figured it out. I think young women like to hook up with old rich, famous guys for their money. This chick's made a light, lip, light it's, a light, it's obviously, I mean, three old guys, right? And so she's doing all right. She ain't no Amber Heard. She knows how to play the game right. You know what I mean? She, I bet she treats Pacino freaking great. I bet she treated Mick Jagger freaking great. You know what I mean? Amber didn't understand. Amber, baby. He's a pirate who's a billionaire, okay? You don't throw anything at him, man. Don't poop in his bed, okay? Don't poop in his water bed. Just, just be cool with the gig, all right? You're Amber Heard. Nobody knows who the hell you are except for the Aquaman thing. Pacino, you throw anything at me, you get the hell out of here. I'll throw you out myself. Hoo-ah! All right. 210-599-5555. 210-599... What? You're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're 80s, in your 90s, you think you give a crap what she feels? You know what I mean? You throw a vodka bottle at me, and I'll throw you out on your ass. 
you won't get nothing from me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at his age, he probably, he probably gets confused a lot at his age. Well, Clint probably does. You threw a, you, you threw a vodka you bottle are. at me? <laughs> no, that was Jimmy Kahn back in 1972, you idiot. <laughs> Go eat some more prunes. Drink some juice, you old fool. Where does it say I can't throw a 28-year-old chick out of my freaking mansion if I so desire? A dirty chick. A chick who wants my friggin' money. Nori, Amber, whatever the hell your name is. Just keep the ashtrays clean. That's all I'm asking of you. Just keep the ashtrays clean, baby. hoo I don't even smoke. I don't even smoke anymore. It'll friggin' kill me. <laughs> and I'm going to live forever. I'm. Let me tell you something, Amber, Nori, Gandhi, whatever your friggin' name is, who lives in my home... I'm going to live so stinking, I'm going to live just long enough to annoy the crap out of you. How's that make you feel? Oh, uh, I know about Clint. Clint wouldn't take no crap off of you either. You throw a vodka bottle at me, all right, you're going under a parking lot in Queens. That's what happens to you. Oh, uh, now get me a drink, some ravioli. I'm friggin' Al Pacino. I don't care about your friggin' feelings. <laughs> None of that Chef Boyardee garbage either. I want the real thing. You go tell him, Al. You go tell him I beat your short ass up. Come here, you little weirdo. I'll kick your ass. Could you imagine? Clean out the ashtrays. Now, that would be a court don't case to watch. Don't you threaten me. What's that? That would be one to watch, though. He's so <laughs> now, over, that would be he's, fun, wouldn't he's it? He's so over the top, he just starts screaming at every question, to answer every question. <laughs> no, wait, no, no. If it were Pacino, I don't know if you remember this movie from a long time ago. You know what, Mr. Lawyer? You're out of order. Judge, <laughs> you're out of order. This little chippy I'm hooked up with is out of order. You're all out of order. And I'd like to take a flamethrower to this place. That's what it would be. She it wouldn't my, be no Johnny Depp crying at the, on the stand there, you know. She hit my I electric felt, can felt, opener. <laughs> I have to use the manual one. Look at my hands. Look at my hands. Do these look like the these hands are of Michael a man? These are Michael. <laughs> Observe my hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So stupid. <laughs> Gino wouldn't put up with this Johnny Depp crap for a no. day. You know what I mean? All right. Somebody asks him a question. He just turns and stares at them. When you say such things to me, do you know what a person is, a lawyer, who says such things to me? He's a dog. That's what you are. You're a friggin' dog. All right. If somebody were going around this courtroom, all right, I got to I gotta do a spot. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Al Pacino, saying blank Al Pacino. You know who that lawyer is? He's a dog. I don't even know this chick. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. God, I'm just in a bizarre mood today. Just in a weird but funny mood. The phone lines are open. You know, you know, phone lines are open. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And I, I guess this is why I get not upset, but certain kinds of stories just tick me off it, it, to a certain extent. Is that I, I'm at a stage in my life right now 
where, and I very happily, not only because of my age and the, the juncture I'm at, but also because of some of the experiences I've had over the past few months, I just don't give a crap anymore. <laughs> you know, in a good way. I just don't give a crap anymore what I say. Uh, on the radio or off the radio. And, and, I, and I, I think people need to be more offended. I think Americans need, I think we need to become more offensive, not less offensive. And, and I, I, I love being offensive on the radio, and I love saying it exactly the way I'm thinking it. And people are so uptight these days about what to say and how to say it and who you should say it to and who you shouldn't say it to. That there's got to be, you know, at least a few people out there who are like me and are at a station in life where, well, again, we just don't give a crap. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five, and I don't. I, I genuinely don't. I think that's why I'm having so much fun on the radio these days. Yes, I just don't care. And uh, because the world is just full of jerks and nerds, and and we have, uh, you know, another one here. Well, uh, all my stuff is tranny stuff. Or, well, we have a, a or Elon stuff. We got a, a high school teacher in Rhode Island, Enrique Enrique Sanchez. Chris, did I say that right? Enrique Sanchez? Am I speaking the Mexicanese properly? No. Enrique Sanchez, uh, he's a high school teacher in Rhode Island, and so he's in Rhode Island. So politically, where do you think he is? You know, if all the uh, liberal pukes on Rhode Island like went to one side, it might tip over. And uh, he's got five classes, and he was tweeting, interesting how they're how they're all talking about how awful Elon is by tweeting, right? And this idiot tweets that he told all five of his classes that Elon buying Twitter is the worst thing ever. And he was boasting about it. Like, like, look how cool I am. I said Elon is bad. I just told all my kids, you know what I mean, like liberal, first off, liberal men, you know, and let me just, let me say this, and this might offend you as well, and again, I I don't give a crap, okay? Liberal dudes, you're such wussies. God, oh my God, you're so effeminate. And I don't mean that in a gay way, because I love gay people. I'm talking, you're just, Chris, am I not correct? Are they not just some of the most whiny, liberal dudes are just some of the wussiest, whiniest human beings on the planet? Thin-skinned. Thin skin, and this guy is another example of it. I just told all five of my classes how bad Elon is. Here is the actual article again from Fox News, which is sucking these days, kind of. Uh, this is what the guy. Uh, let's see, Enrique Enrique Sanchez, and he's also running for the state legislature as a far leftist, uh, according to his own description of himself. He tweets. Remember what I said. He tweets. He's talking about Elon, but tweeting. Of course I explained to my students in all five of my classes today why Elon Musk buying off Twitter is the worst thing that could have happened. No individual, and especially wealthy elites, should be given these types of opportunities to buy off social media platforms. You moron! They're already owned by billionaire elitists. You puke, you moron, you wussy. Good God, man. I explained to my students, what do you teach, dude? 
Why don't you teach what you're supposed to be teaching? You know, I'm just, I, they are. They are the whiniest uh, liberal men. What's wrong with you? Well, Twitter's appropriate <laughs> because that's a twit. A twit on Twitter. But isn't it funny, though? Oh, I got to take it. Isn't it funny how people are complaining about Elon buying Twitter on Twitter? They really can't live without it, man. It's amazing. And you uh, liberal dudes out there, uh, just some friendly advice from your Uncle Sean. Grow a pair, why don't you? 210-599-5555. Sick break. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. <laughs> news Talk 550 KTSA. Hoa! It's the Al Pacino Show, baby! Let's go to Elvis. Elvis, talk to me. Hoa! Say words. Speaking of those May December romances, my great great grandfather was eighty four when he fathered his last of his fifteenth children <laughs> oh with his god. third wife, who was forty two. Oh my god! He died in a oh, he was his busy. Youngest was twenty. Yeah. What was I your grandfather's name? Abraham. Oh my god, that's amazing. He was busy. <laughs> Not me, dude. I'm done procreating, and I'm <laughs> no more. I, I'm no. I, and my wife, I she's. I tell. I tell. And I appreciate the call, Elvis. I tell my wife all the time, "You're it. You, you, you're you're the last. You're, you're it. It's you and me, or you know nobody. I'm. I, that's it. I'm. You know, the 28 year old like Al Pacino. No. I keep cracking up though, because it it would be funny to see that. See, like, uh, like Al Pacino and, and his 28-year-old g- girlfriend go into, like, a Johnny Depp-esque type trial. You know what I mean? You don't throw no vodka bottle at me. I tell you what. You throw, you, you know what kind of person? I'm freaking Al Pacino. You know who, what we call a person who throws a friggin' vodka bottle at me? You're a dog. Just like you, you're a dog. Get out of my place. Take your purse with you. I mean, he just, they wouldn't put up with it. Because old guys don't care. Old guys don't care. And the young chicks who hook up with old famous guys, if they're smart, they understand that they don't care. Remember uh, in the, the Texas thing, what was it, uh, Anna Nicole Smith and the Texas, Don Morgan, you remember that, the old uh, oil guy? Who was like uh, older than a pterodactyl, you know? And and she just she she would stare at his picture lovingly, in court when she's trying to get all his money. Okay, that's how you play that game. All right, the guy's gone, and she's still acting like she just oh yeah he was it. Amber Heard, she's she's nuttier than a fruit. She's a she's freaking nuts. She could have ridden that Johnny Depp train well into her fifties, and she just screwed it up, man, because she's freaking nuts. Okay, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I tell my wife all the time, baby, like you know, I know like I'm famous and whatnot, and you hooked up with me, but it's like if you want to like take everything I own, just bring a shoebox, baby. Bring a shoebox. Everything old Sean owns will fill up about fill up about half that shoebox. Well, especially since you own just the shoebox. Well, that's right. I tell my wife all the time. I've been telling her for eight, eight, almost nine damn years now. I say, baby, uh, as far as the rich and famous part, okay, I got maybe the famous part down, 
the rich end, well, that's kind of eluded old Uncle Sean. So, like, if you want to take me for everything, everything I'm worth and start throwing vodka bottles at my head, well, you just bring a shoebox, baby, and it'll all, it'll all fit in the shoebox. <laughs> you, you tell him, Sean. You tell him that I bit your finger off. All right. Uh, so we'll talk about some serious crap next hour, maybe. I don't know. What else do I have here? i, I got to talk about Jeopardy uh, because they're full of crap now, it, or NBC is full of crap uh, in regards to Jeopardy. I want to talk about some parents and students in San Diego who stood up and successfully uh, battled some bad policies as far as the education of kids in San Diego with that school district. Uh, what else do I have here? Uh, I'm going to mock Fox News a little bit more. Oh, and I had some really weird dreams last night, and and I, I just I got to I have weird dreams sometimes. I have weird dreams, mm-hmm. and the weird dreams stick with me all day. And very often the weird dreams that I have involve me trying to get to work when I'm naked while being chased by raccoons. And I had... I had a dream last night where I was naked trying to get to work, ashamed that I was naked, having no idea why I was naked, but I was trying to get to the radio station. And I was also simultaneously being chased by wild raccoons who wanted to kill me. And uh, so that's maybe why I'm in such a bizarre mood today, because of the weird dreams that I had. Oh, thanks, Chris. That just, you know, thank you. Just brings the, 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 the weird dreams I had just right back to my mind in Technicolor. I hate raccoons. I hate them. They're evil. So if you have anything you want to talk about, give me a call. 210-599-55. You think I'm kidding about the dreams. 210-599. I'm on some weird meds, man. Lots of them. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 There was a time when people had the double hashtags around their names because they were Jewish and right wingers were saying, get in the oven anytime you made any benign comment on Twitter. They attacked women. You know, the misogyny was crazy on Twitter for a while. Elon Musk, I guess he, you know, he misses the old South Africa in the 80s. He wants he wants that back. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Chris, that was Joy Reid, right? She's a piece of crap, isn't she? News Talk 550 KTSA on Twitter. I mean, get get in the oven. And Elon Musk, it's Sean Show, 210-599-5555. Elon wants to go back to old South Africa during the apartheid. Are you, let me ask you a question, Joy. What are Elon's politics? Do you know, does anybody know? I I don't know. I, I can be, Trey says that he's he's got kind of a thought that he's he, he leans a little towards the left, but I, I as far as what Elon Musk's uh, politics are, I have the faintest idea. I have no idea what his politics are all about. I don't know. I on, I do this for a freaking living, man. I, I stuff my noggin into the news every day, and I have no idea if he's a right winger, a left winger, any kind of winger. I I don't know if he wings at all. You know, one thing I know for certain, he claims to be a fan of free speech. And uh, there's there's a lot of people on the left right now that are totally freaking out over that. And, and they're, 
They're, you know, claiming that he's not really about free speech. He just spent $44 billion buying a company that he felt wasn't supporting free speech. So let me get this straight. He's going to dump $44 billion, which even if you're Elon Musk, has to hurt a smidge. He's going to drop $44 billion so he can make Jew jokes, so he can allow people to make, you know, get back into the oven jokes and and mock black people. He's going to do that? He's going to spend $44 billion to buy a freaking, he could start his own social media platform called IHatePlackPeopleAndJews.com. Uh, light it up tomorrow and invite every racist puke on planet freaking Earth to be a part of that. He wouldn't have to drop $44 billion freaking dollars to buy a freaking company where everybody that works there already hates his guts and they don't even know why. Well, they know why because they ha- they can't control it. And that, Right? That sounds reasonable to you? <laughs> that sounds reasonable to you. That he's only doing this so he can make fun of Jewish people and black people. And yet, Joy Reid, you have no idea what his freaking politics are. He could be as liberal as you are, Joy. You don't know. I think it's great. You know, and Trey and I were talking about this on Where in Rima. If you haven't caught that show, it's a pretty cool show from from 7 to 9, Monday through Friday. That he's already won. I mean, he's already got the prize. Whatever he does with Twitter... It really doesn't even matter. I think he's going to probably do good things with it because he seems like a guy who gives a crap about what he owns. He's at SpaceX right now or dealing with some kind of valve issue with his rockets uh, today. He, he like got the receipt for Twitter and then hauled ass to, uh, to deal with uh, his rocket problem. <laughs> that sounded weird, but you know what I mean. But you know, uh, this, this idea, I, I, I think he, he likes free, he's a, he certainly is a capitalist and an innovator, right? And if you're a capitalist and an innovator in America or on planet stinking Earth, what do you need more than anything else? If you're a capitalist and an innovator and a genius like he is, I mean, he's a real. You know, I mean, he, he makes Howard Hughes look like Forrest Gump. I mean, he's, he's, he's a really, really, really smart guy, okay? If you're a genius, you're a capitalist, uh, and you're an innovator, what do you need more than any? You need freedom. It, it, you know, and I'll, I'll bring this community into it, too. It's, it's, it's like being an artist, okay? If you're, if you're a true artist, and, and I consider myself to be that, Okay, what do you, as an artist, what do you need more than anything else? Freedom. Freedom to create whatever it is your vision may be. It's the same thing with people like Elon Musk. He requires freedom to do what he does, which means he loves freedom. (laughs) He, He, you know, really likes freedom. Freedom is what makes him happy. And he has freedom based upon his own efforts. He has purchased for himself, through his own innovation and brilliance, his own freedom, and nobody can touch him. Nobody can control him. Nobody can, can leverage him. It's, it, it, you can't touch the guy. So politically, you know, he, he's, 
I, it, this may be true, and I hope it is that he, you know, and we said this on the morning on the earlier that I hope he's an issue by issue kind of guy, and that's kind of where I am. I'm an issue by issue guy. I don't consider myself a conservative or a liberal. It depends on what you're talking about and what I think about it, and I think he's that guy. And I think he genuinely looked at Twitter and said, this is a bunch of crap. Okay, you're keeping cartel guys in ISIS, but you're kicking off the president of the United States because you don't agree with him? While at the same time claiming that you're, you're somehow about free speech and you're, you're, you're booting people off your platform who, who you merely disagree with? You know, he, he, everybody knew what was going on with Twitter. It's the same damn thing that goes on with Facebook and Instagram and all these freaking, you know, social media platforms. And I'm on Facebook posting weird crap every single stinking day of my life. But I know they're full of crap. <laughs> I, I know that, you know, they don't like certain opinions to be posted. I know that they're, you know, selling my, my uh, clicks. I mean, I, I know all that. I just don't give a crap. Again, we go back to the theme of the show, which is basically, I don't give a crap anymore. Uh, so watching all of these these liberals, like Elizabeth Warren, this is the end of democracy. We got this idiot I was telling you about last hour in Rhode Island who's saying to his students in high school that Elon Musk buying Twitter is the worst thing to ever happen. And, and you have no idea what the man's actual politics are or what he's actually going to do with Twitter. And you're, you're having this shrill of a reaction? It's beautiful to watch. It really, truly is. Look, I'll tell you what. Okay, if, you, if you're out there and you're listening and you're, you're a liberal and you listen to this show because secretly you hate yourself, uh, and it's some kind of odd, bizarre act of self-flagellation just listening to me mock you every single stinking day, you're, call me up. You call, maybe I'm not seeing something here. I could be the dumbass in the room. For all I know, you, you're right. Maybe Elon Musk buying Twitter is, in fact, the worst thing to ever happen to democracy. You call me up now and explain to me why. You know, right? It's a, an opinion you have, right? A, a very powerful opinion, apparently. So if you know why Elon Musk buying Twitter is horrible for democracy and a horrible thing to happen... Please, by all means, call me up and explain why. Maybe I'm not seeing it. Maybe I've got the blinders on. Maybe I, I just don't understand. I, you know, Maybe I'm just you know, not nuanced enough. You know, I, I haven't talked about this uh, school district in San Diego. I think it's the Patrick Henry School District that was trying to get rid of honors classes because... Apparently, black and Hispanic kids can't measure up to honors classes, and so they have to lower the standards so black and Hispanic kids don't feel bad at all these racist white kids, uh, you know, getting honors in, in school and working their asses off, blah, blah, stinking blah. And because so many parents and students showed up, and pro students as well showed up in protest, they repealed uh, these policies or daunt them, and, their their, their, and they offered an apology. Their apology was, we're sorry that so many parents misunderstood our policy as being a lowering of standards. So I'm going to go with that form of, of explanation and apology right now. If you think Elon Musk buying Twitter is just horrible for democracy and human beings in general, okay, 
maybe I'm misunderstanding or misinterpreting what's going on. Okay, and uh, instead of being sorry that I'm misinterpreting something, you call me up right now and explain to me what I'm not seeing. Because you know what? If it, it, One thing I'll tell you, and I think Chris has worked with me for over a decade. He'd say this is true. This is true. That if I, if I get new information about an opinion and I realize that maybe I'm missing something or I'm full of crap or whatever, I will change my opinion. I've done it before. So maybe I'm just not seeing it. Educate me. Enlighten me. Please, I'm begging you, be somebody. Call me up and tell me what I'm not seeing about the Elon Musk thing. I'd really like to know. I don't want to walk around being a dumbass, all right? So if I'm not seeing it, you you show me the light, okay? 210-599-5555. I'll be honest with you, I'm not expecting any calls, but we'll see. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Hi, this is Trey Ware celebrating 100 years of service on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And it's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Are you? Phone lines are open. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I am. I'm. I'm in a weird mood. No, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a weird mood, but good. I, I had just weird. I had weird. You ever have weird dreams? And it just kind of sticks with you all day. Don Morgan, Chris, you guys ever have like weird, just weird dreams, and they stick with you throughout the day, and you just feel a little off because of the weird dreams you have. And I, I, I am going to admit this on the radio. And I'm being totally honest with you, and I don't know what it means. But this is, I have, a, I have several recurring dreams that I've had for a long time, most of my life. I have one recurring dream that I didn't start having until I got into radio. And I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the radio, but it's absolutely, I'm, I'm, it's absolutely true. Okay? I dream that I'm either on the air or I need to get to the studio to do a show, and I can't get there. I'm having issues. Either I'm on the air and I can't make anything work, or I need to get to the station to do a show, and for some odd reason I can't freaking get there. And when I have those dreams, I am almost always naked, and I don't understand it. I'm just... Am I the only one that has naked dreams where you you don't you're naked in public but you don't know why, and you're embarrassed by it and you're trying to run really fast so nobody sees that you're buck ass naked? Now, is that to say <laughs> that there are times you're naked in public but you do know why? No, I'm just saying I have these dreams where I need to get to the radio station. My wife is giving me strange looks, and and I'm naked. Maybe it's because I go on the air every day and I I share my soul with every. I don't know, but I. I'm always freaking naked, and I and I and I don't know why I'm naked, and I'm embarrassed that I'm naked, and I just gotta get to the radio station, and I'm naked, and and I don't want anybody to see that I'm naked, but I also have to get to the radio. I don't know, and then the other recurring dream I have, and I, this is a serious thing, and I'm I'm not lying again. I don't lie on the air. I tell you the absolute truth, no matter how ridiculous it sounds. Okay, I have recurring dreams where I am being chased by rabid raccoons. I have a fear of raccoons. I don't like raccoons. They're little badgers. They'll chew your face off. And it's a true thing. I was once chased by a raccoon for three blocks when I was like seven or eight years of age. You hear my wife laughing at me? It's true. Raccoons will kill you, man. They will kill you. 
And last night, both recurring dreams came together. I had a dream. I had a dream where I had to get to the radio station to do a show. I was naked, and I was being chased by raccoons. And one raccoon I actually tried to choke or throw to get it away from me. But there were several raccoons chasing my naked ass across San Antonio, and I don't. I, I just woke up, and I wake up from these dreams like, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why. You, you know, you ever have a dream like that where you just, <laughs> and then like your you, the second thought is, oh, holy crap, I'm glad that was a dream. I was naked trying to get to the radio station. What would Ron Nuremberg think? So you know, I, I'm just that was I, I'm just I'm a little unsettled because that was my dream. That's exactly, I'm, I'm not, you call me up and tell me that I'm the only one who has naked dreams. I'm the only person on planet Earth that has freaking, I can't make anything work because I'm naked dreams. You, you tell me that. You lie to me like that. Here's Ron on Newstalk 550 KTSA, not Nuremberg. Ron. Wow. What did you just say? This is Nuremberg. <laughs> I've been called worse, but that's pretty bad, Sean. But I get it. We still have you. Uh, You've never well, had a I naked just, dream where you're naked and you don't know why uh, and you got to do no, something no. and yet you're ashamed because you're naked? I, I can't say that. I have to wholeheartedly and totally, as usual, and here we go again, I'm identifying with Uncle Sean. Um, yes, I've had it before where I'm scrambling for clothes. I'm trying to find any shred of something to cover my naked body. I feel you know. Uh, I, I'm there. Yes. Oh my! It's horrible. Horrible. I remember <laughs> I used. To, and, 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 yes. Like you you're grabbing anything alone. to cover yourself up, right? Yes. I think I, I grabbed think a raccoon our, last night in the dream. It's our it's our morality that's in reverse because our unconscious is venting itself, as they, I believe. And um, I've also had. Cars were, I mean, dreams where I'm searching high and low. My car is now gone. Or my other second reoccurring dream is my first wife. She, poor little thing. She had some issues as a little girl. They didn't come out to their seventh year of marriage. We lasted 10 years. But uh, anything, anytime something would go wrong, she, she's gone. She's gone. She'd be gone for an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours. So in mm-hmm. my dreams, it even affects my daughter where I'm looking high. I'm, I'm so stressed, so anxiety-ridden. I'm looking Hi and low, she's disappeared. Uh, my wife has disappeared. She's gone. Right. She's gone. Now it's my daughter. I know, but you know, those are the. I've dreams, had dreams like that too, where you can't, where you can't find someone yeah. that you're looking for. Right. In a sense, you can't find your clo- or you cl- or your clothes, like you said. Yeah, John, I, I wholeheartedly identify. That's your morality, uh, venting itself, and in in you're a good man uh, on a good mission. How does me being naked in public mean I'm a good man? Because I, I don't know if I want to know psychologically what it means when I'm naked well, being chased I, I, by raccoons in my dreams. I think it's it's our very – that's our worst fear. We're, we're moral people. We're, uh, you know, I, I try to be a man of integrity. You're a man of integrity, and, and – that's everything right. working in reverse, hoping that, you know, we, this is what we don't want to happen. And it does, and I, it's <laughs> right. just weird. But I am with it you, is. Sean. Oh, Thank my you God. for admitting that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You're the first You're person welcome. in 30 years of telling that story that I've ever had to admit to the naked dream. Thank you, Ron. I appre- Thanks for validating me. Two one zero five. You, Chris, you've never had a naked dream. Don Morgan, you've never had, neither one of you have ever had a naked dream. 
What do you while mean? you're being chased by so like wild animals. You mean being naked at an inappropriate time? I mean being naked and not wanting to be naked. Like waking up and you're you're just suddenly you find yourself in the mall and you're naked and mm-hmm. you don't know why, or right. you're at the radio station and you're naked and you don't know why and you're not trying proud to cover of it. And, no. No, 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 no. I mean, you're trying to cover up, you know, because you're naked in public and you don't want people to, or you no. have to run really fast to get to the elevator because you don't want people to see that you're naked. No. But you're naked. I don't want to try. And, and if you're me, you're being chased by raccoons. And, uh. <laughs> well, hold, hold on. <laughs> what does it mean? Do I want to know? You were running through, where are you in the street? I just messed up? Are you running, no, I mean, through, can, are you running through the mall happen. in the nude it's with raccoons dream. chasing you? What's going on? Well, last night I had a dream where I was just in some part of the city. It wasn't an actual part of the city. I'm out of doors in the city. And a pack of raccoons, and I, you know I have a raccoon thing, and a pack of raccoons are chasing me, and I'm naked, and I have to get to the radio sh- radio station to do a show. And, like, Greg is blowing up my phone. Where the hell are you, man? You're supposed to be on the air. And I'm naked, out of doors, being chased by raccoons. And maybe I don't want to know what that means. Maybe well, psycho- psychologically I, well, I really should avoid what, trying to find out. What you have to keep in means. mind is that, you know, our boss has been in radio since he was 13 years old. He doesn't so, care if I you're naked. Yeah. So he, if you call oh, him and gosh, said, yeah. you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm naked being chased right by a raccoon. It's radio. Hurry it's, up. That's normal. That happens to, to people. Hey, like we'll us. play a best of till you get there. <laughs> All right, man. School, be man. careful. Just take your time. Be I hope careful. You get, did you get a rabies shot? Hope the raccoons don't catch you. We'll do a best of till you get there. It's cool. <laughs> God, you're right. Right. God, now I just asked myself if Greg's ever had any naked dreams. I, where, why am I talking about this? I All have right. No idea. Two one zero. I don't even know why you. I don't even know why you brought this up. Because I had a naked dream last night where I was being chased by raccoons, Mister Man. Right. And I'm a little off today yeah, because this, of it. This happens to you frequently. This this same. It's a recurring dream. dream. All right. Not. It, it, they're usually separate. Usually I'm either being chased by raccoons or some kind of wild animal, or I'm naked. Last well, night was a was a doubleheader, and I had both dreams converge, and I was naked and being chased by raccoons. You do have real-life trouble with pants. Yeah, there's that. My wife says I look strange when I go out in public. <laughs> yeah, when you're out in public. <laughs> Two one zero five nine nine five. Great! I'm going to take a picture and put it on Facebook. Well, no, see. no. This is exactly how I go out. Oh, okay. I, go out the I thought you were okay. talking about a, a picture how I'm dressed of you. right now. Is how I actually go out into the world. You're just so you know, catch a couple of raccoons to go in there with. Yeah, we don't need to see that though. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's take a little breaky wakey. It's Sean on his sock five fifty KTSA. And we're back. He's on 550 KTSA. I'm Sean. And uh, phone lines are open 210-599-5555. And currently, your president, Joe Biden, is uh, is speaking, if you can call it that, at the National Cathedral in Washington. He's memorializing uh, Madeleine Albright. You want to listen to Let's listen to it just a couple of seconds or as much as we can stand. Alarm about fascism. Presidents and leaders around the world continue to solicit her advice, including me. When I asked her last year to chair the Defense Policy Board, she built businesses. She pumped out New York Times bestsellers <laughs> that were both highly prescient and deeply salient and That's constantly <laughs> bestsellers. Oh, prescient. Oh. I think I've read them all. Uh, you think? You know... 
and she and she mentored generations of rising foreign policy experts, the quote foreign policy establishment. You know, and the thing that I noted that was deliberate and remarkable about her, not unlike Secretary Clinton, was that she made sure that young women knew they belonged at every single table having to do with national security without exception. With Bill. Today, across our government and around the no, world... I can't stand anymore. Okay, that's enough. That's, that's enough. That's enough. You know, he's getting worse. Am I being a jerk or is he getting worse? He's, he's in decline. He, he's really... He's feeble, dude. He is... And I'm watching. Oh, Jarvis, settle down. My cat is making noise. In case the most famous cat in San Antonio just is is for some reason chewing my wife's sneakers, which is infinitely more exciting than what Joe Biden is saying right now, and actually more logical. And I'm watching the uh, Fox News. uh, You know, and there's there's Bubba Clinton and Hillary. At first, I thought that was Monica Lewinsky sitting on the other side of Bill, but then I realized it was Michelle Obama from behind. And uh, and there's uh, Obama. Trump's not there, of course. I don't see Trump. I don't. He's the next president, right? Don't see. You know what's? I'm just gonna throw this in that I want to talk about. Well, lesbians. Um, Trump is never. And you know what, Trump? You can hate my guts for saying this. And again, I don't give a crap. Trump was one of the most effective and successful presidents this country's ever had. And if you don't believe that and you think something else happened during those four years, you're full of crap. You just are. And yet he is so despised by the swamp and the morons and the, and the, the elitists in, inside the beltway that he's just never going to be a member of the ex-president's club. He, and he, I don't think he cares. He probably delights in it. But he's just not part of the club, man. He he. As far as these people, he's not actually an ex-president, and yet he is. And you know why they hate him? They hate him just like for the same reason they hate Elon. They can't. They could never control Trump. But when it comes to official stuff that's going to involve ex-presidents, baby, I'm just telling you, you ain't never going to see Trump there. He is not invited. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. I mentioned lesbians. Um, so NBC, and again, they all they all stink and hate Elon, but they all can't stop tweeting. NBC took some heat yesterday, I think, or over the weekend, uh, because they tweeted about the the uh, a Jeopardy winner. Now I don't watch Jeopardy. I haven't watched Jeopardy in decades. I'm not a big game show guy. Jeopardy is still very popular. Uh, and this woman who NBC was trying to congratulate is the highest winning Canadian on Jeopardy. Okay? But if you saw the tweet from NBC, you, you will have no idea what her name is. This is the tweet that NBC sent out congratulating this Canadian woman for winning as much money. The 23-year-old lesbian tutor from Toronto, has amassed over $329,081. 
they don't mention her name at all. It's just the 23-year-old Les Tudor, as in she tutors, uh, from uh, Town Hall, Derek Hunter said she tutors lesbians. No, she tutors people, students, but she is described by NBC as the lesbian tutor. Uh, let me see. Her actual name is because I had uh, Matea Roach. It's even a fascinating name. Why wouldn't you want to use Matea Roach? Is the 23-year-old lesbian tutor that NBC wanted to congratulate for her fine Jeopardy win. And you know this woke stuff is just—it's—it's—it's getting—it's so—it's beyond stupid at this point. It's beyond when you can't when you forego stating someone's name to let everybody know that you know she's a lesbian. The woke thing has gone beyond stupid. And 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 I'm gonna be frank with you. I've never had a problem with lesbians. I've always liked lesbians for the most part. I've had lesbian friends. I did have a couple of lesbians in Maryland once who 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 wanted to beat me up at a bar, but I, it's not because I did anything. They completely misinterpreted me. Uh, I was just drinking a beer, but they wanted to kill me. But that was a long time ago. I like lesbians. I got no problem with lesbians, but I'm a little lesbian doubt. I'm just I'm you know this is a here's a story now about a lesbian, and we got to know she's a lesbian. If, and I've said this before, if you're watching TV right now, yes, are you not seeing a lot of lesbians? Okay, I, I saw a commercial for a company that helps you sell your home or buy a home the other day, and there were two sets of lesbians in that commercial. There We're just we're drowning in lesbians. There's, we're neck deep in lesbians. They're just everywhere. And, and I'm going to be even more honest with you, they're black lesbians. Because black lesbians on TV, if you're trying to be woke, Check off two boxes, not just one, right? They're not just lesbians. They're black lesbians. Have you not noticed all the black lesbians on TV right now? Because if you haven't, you're lying. Jarvis, stop doing that. And now we have a Canadian lesbian tutor. <laughs> I think, Chris and Don, I'm going to go, and I'll take a break. I'm going to go online, and I'm going to change my description on the KTSA website as Twenty-three-year-old lesbian tutor Sean Rima has been with KTSA for ten years. He tutors lesbians on his own time. I'm a lesbian tutor. He teaches lesbians how to like read and stuff. Um, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Are you sick of all the lesbians? It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Barb. How you doing, Barb? Thank you. Sean, when I heard about your dreams, I wanted to call you and tell you, you have nothing to fear, but you need to say the name of Jesus. You must say the name of Jesus because... All evil has to leave. And I want you to know that I have been thanking God that he is healing you and making you better than new. Oh, and I love I Jesus. You... I'm, a, I'm a man of faith. I, I'm a, I'm I a Christian. I am. But I, are you I saying know. my naked raccoon dreams are evil? 
<laughs> well, I'm saying that anything that brings fear in, you right away when you <laughs> experience fear, you have to say the right. name of Jesus. And Jesus, no, don't let the no. raccoons get me. All right, I've, the raccoons are not going to get you. <laughs> let me, all right, Barbara, I think. Let me tell you something. I got a buddy of mine who's listening right now. G's out there. My buddy G, and he's sending me text saying, "I got a pet raccoon named Rastus," and and <laughs> you saying my pet raccoon is bad, and I'm like, "Well, you raised the raccoon to not be mean." That's but Barb, right. <laughs> I, it, this is a true story. I was once trapped in a house in Colorado. By a pack of raccoons. Okay, you're dreaming. I'm not it kidding. Now, huh? <laughs> and it's true. And I appreciate the call, Barb. No, it's true. I I was house sitting for an old dude who was an old weirdo, and this dude used to put out dog food for the cat for the raccoons in the neighborhood. And so, not only were they twice as lo- these raccoons were the size of pumas, they were a, a a raccoon pack, a pack of raccoons that were all like twice the size of normal raccoons. And I don't know if you know this, but if you feed raccoons and you stop, they'll tear the crap out of your house. They get mean, they'll kill you, man. They'll kill you. They will kill you. And I got trapped in a house that I was house-sitting by this pack of raccoons. I couldn't leave. One <laughs> raccoon stood up on the storm door on his le- on his hind legs. He was almost as freaking tall as me, staring at me through the glass door, going, You, we're going to kill you. We're going to take you down, man. Okay, I, I will say this because my wife has gone down the hallway. My daughter's mom had to chase the raccoons off with a two-by-four so I could leave the house. That is an absolutely true story. You made That actually out. happened to me. You made her go out there with a I couldn't a leave, man. They were chased. on the porch. Why didn't you chase them away with a board? I didn't have, I couldn't go out the door. The thing would have gotten me. Nah. They, they would have torn me to pieces. There was like freaking seven of them, man, and a bunch of babies. Only you don't seven? mess with a, you don't mess with a coon pack when they got a bunch of babies around. Yeah, but only so seven. So she came down the street with a two by four. And chased them off so I could escape the house. You get a good swift, that actually happened. A good swift kick, you can get four of them. <laughs> no, you can't. They'll take your leg, man. <laughs> They'll rip you to pieces. Raccoons will look. Possums will too. We got a mutual buddy who's got a pet possum. It's like a possum will kill you too if you piss it off enough. Right. But raccoons, man, they don't give up. If they want you, they're gonna get you, and they're not gonna stop. They will chase your ass, man. Well, you I'm have. Say, to, I'm, I'm just saying. You simply have to distract them. They, you can't distract sure. a raccoon. You if they want to kill you, you they grab are a handful focused. of like Cheerios or something. Throw them out. I, oh, right. Like I'm walking around with a pocket full of Cheerios yeah, for cool. the raccoon. Well, you got some in the kitchen, don't you? Some Wheaties well, or I something. Didn't, like. This guy, I didn't know where he kept his Cheerios. You didn't have some in your pocket in a Ziploc bag? No. <laughs> Just in case you got lost. I'm feeding the dude's cats. <laughs> the old weirdo that lived down the street. In your, he was out of town, so he didn't put the cat food out for the freaking raccoons, and he wanted to kill me. In your granimals? This is before the jammies thing, okay? I was young. <laughs> I cared back then <laughs> what I look like. Yeah. Now I don't. You guys laugh, but that's an absolute true story. Oh, I was God. once trapped in a house by raccoons. They are mean. They're badgers. They're striped badgers, and they'll kill you, you- if you if you upset them. You make, it seem, smart. you make it seem like we're laughing because we don't believe you. <laughs> the, we believe it's true. That's what makes it so funny. We believe it. We absolutely true. Well, it, it happened to me. 
The and funny part dream. is, is that you have, have to dreams. you have to call your ex-wife to. <laughs> well, she wasn't the ex at the time. I mean, she was rescuing her daughter's father, you know. And, and... Yeah. yeah, I bet if you would have called her a couple of years later, she would have just left your ass there. <laughs> if I'd have, if I'd have called her six months later, she left my ass there. <laughs> Those coons would still be picking my bones. <laughs> After she found out about Colorado Springs. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> my coons would have buried my ass long ago, man. Oh. I would have never made it to Texas. Anyway. <laughs> you can't serve raccoon food. <laughs> what? Everything is raccoon food if they want it, baby. Right. If they want it, it's raccoon food. <laughs> okay? If one of my cats. Anyway. Um, all right. Like, like Jarvis, you little darling. You'll be spending the night outside tonight with some lunch meat around your neck. Anyway, um, thank you, Chris. Thanks to Elaine, Don Morgan, and Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.